Instead, say, can I just be willing right now, in this moment, right now, one step at a time, and acknowledge imperfection, that's okay, because it's not about perfection, it's about progress. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flow Over Fear podcast, where it is our mission to help you to rise above fear and realize your ultimate potential in leadership and life. I'm your host, Adam Hill, and it is my goal to share with you the human side of high performance. My guests share their experience with fear, anxiety, struggle, challenge, and most importantly, despite all of it, how they rose above it to achieve incredible results. So if you're ready to rise up, let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Flow Over Fear and Three Things. And today I want to share three things that you need in your life to transform your life. Whether it be a healing transformation or an empowering transformation, these are the three elements that I've found in my own life uh, and, and in my experience with interviewing others that it takes to have that transformation. Now, I want to say right off the bat that I don't have any letters after my name. I'm not a mental health professional and, uh, and by no means is this medical or psychological advice. This is simply my experience and simply my opinion on, on how we can change. So if you need medical assistance, please get it. Uh, uh, if you need help, know that there's support out there. Know that there is, uh, uh, that there is support out there for whatever you need. Please reach out, get the help you need. Uh, but, uh, ultimately, when it comes down to my opinion on, on these things and, and how we can transform our lives, my opinion is, and my belief is that everyone in this world is capable of making the transformation that they desire, that they truly desire. And the problem is, is that we struggle when we, when we, when we have that desire, when we have that impulse or, or that desire to change that, a lot of times we struggle to maintain momentum amidst the daily struggles, the daily challenges we find. It becomes difficult to, uh, to maintain that transformation when, when the things around us are impacting us, the things that are outside of our control. And the result is that when that happens, when we, when we, when we have those moments of weakness, we fall back into our old habits and we continue to remain dreamers, people who are dreaming about the result that we want in our lives, that transformation we want, without have actually uh, feeling like we're able to achieve it. And that's a that's a very demoralizing place to be in. And I've been there so many times in my life when you know I've wanted to make a significant change, and I just wasn't able to. When I um, when I had my when when I was living in my alcoholism. I, this was a, a frequent thing in my life that I had these impulses, these, these, these desires after something, of course, after something bad had happened, um, that I would want to get sober or I would have the instinct that I need to get sober. And I would do okay for a while, but maybe for a few days, for a few weeks, but ultimately I would always relapse. And I would go back into my old unhealthy habits and then feel that demoralization of never being able to feel like I was able to get sober. And I know for many people who struggle with that disease, 
that's what they feel is a, there's a lot of hopelessness there that they, that they don't feel like there's a way out that, that, the that the, that sobriety is really for somebody else and not for them. Nothing could be farther from the truth, by the way, because if I can get sober, then anybody can. Uh, but, uh, uh, but, but ultimately that's the way we feel and we internalize it. And that's a big, big issue. And the same is true for, for other desires that may not be, you know, may not be addiction related, may not be mental health related, but may, may just be with regard to some of the desires we have, like having a better career or, or starting the business we might want to start. Uh, oftentimes when things get, things get hard, we fail to maintain the momentum and we go back into our old habits. But here's the thing that, the, that despite the things that are outside of our control, that we can't control, we have to first acknowledge what we can't control and be okay with that. I mean, that, that just has to be okay because if we're going to keep beating our heads against the things that we can't control and obsess about that, well, then we're not going to make any headway. But if we can obsessively focus on the things that are in our control and form the right set of circumstances, because with the right set of circumstances that are within our control, we can change the trajectory of our lives. As long as we're focused on the things we can't control and flowing with the things that are outside of our control we can change the trajectory of our lives. And there are three things that are the most important, in my opinion, that serve as a foundation to help make that happen. The first of which is willingness. Now, this may sound crazy, but a lot of times when, when some of us think that we want something, uh, we're actually not willing to do the work to get it. This, I know it sounds crazy, but how, I mean, how could I want something and not be willing to go after it? Well, the reality is, is, you know, there's, there's a lot of us who, you know, want to make a million dollars, but we don't want to put in the type of work it takes to get there. We don't want to reach out to people. We don't want to try to add value in certain ways, or we don't want to, we don't want to do this, but, or that, um, the willingness just isn't there. And this was something I had to come to terms to in my attempts with sobriety was that early on, I want, while I wanted to be sober, I wasn't willing to do what it took to get it. Um, and, and that was the biggest thing. It wasn't because I couldn't, I really digging deep, really digging deep within my soul. When I finally got sober, when I finally started doing the work, I realized that it was a willingness issue and that willingness issue really revolved around fear. I was afraid to reach out to a, to find a sponsor. I was afraid to lean into the community because what if I fail and I was constantly trying to please people? What if I failed and these people judged me? The fear of never being able to drink again weighed so heavily on me that, uh, um, that, that, that was a, 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 that affected my willingness to go there. That fear affected my willingness. So the way to that we have to rise above that is again is to is to accept those things that are outside of our control and focus on the present in that particular occurrence. If we're afraid of having the willingness to take those first steps, 
then recognizing that it is one step at a time and breaking it down in that is a really powerful way to to gain that willingness. Even if you're, instead of saying, well, I have to constantly be willing over the next, you know, over this lifetime or however long it is um, that, that you would have to do that. Um, instead say, can I just be willing right now in this moment, right now, one step at a time and acknowledge imperfection, that's okay because it's not about perfection, it's about progress. And so taking one step at a time and just recognize I'm willing right now and knowing what that takes. That's how we get over the fear. Because again, willingness is absolutely related to fear and our ability to move beyond it. Um, not get over it. We don't get over fear, but we can actually rise above it and be willing in the moment. And the second thing that you need, so, so that's the first thing that you need to transform your life is willingness to actually do it. Dig deep. Are you really willing to transform your life in a positive way? It's just, again, it's not just with healing. It's also with empowerment. Are you truly willing to change your health and fitness? Are you truly willing to transform your financial outlook? Are you truly willing to transform your career? And that, that's, that's what you need. That doesn't mean doing it for someone else. It doesn't mean doing it for family. It doesn't mean doing it for the person that you love. It means doing it for you. You have to be willing. You have to want it more than anything else in the world. And that's just the, the fact and the truth of it. And the second part, the second thing that you need to transform your life when you have the willingness is the leverage. Now, leverage does not mean money. It's not financial leverage. You don't need financial leverage to transform your life. It's all up here. What kind of mental leverage can you give yourself and to, to, uh, uh, to make that dramatic change in your life that you want? And a lot of times that leverage comes from, uh, uh, from having a big enough desire that is stronger than, your, uh, than the fear that is fighting it, that you're fighting against it. That's what we talk about when we're rising above fear, that you have to have a desire that is stronger than uh, that initial fear. Is it, it, so it has to have a powerful meaning. It has to be aligned with your core values. Is that desire there? And there's another part of leverage that, that, um, that Tony Robbins talks about a lot. He talks about pain and pleasure. There's leverage on both sides of those, but, but we can get leverage from both pain and pleasure. Where is not transforming your life causing you tremendous amounts of pain? And where is that pain so unbearable that you must make that change in your life, that you must transform your life to change it? If, if it's something that's, that's hurting you or hurting your health, can you acknowledge that pain and, and, and make it strong enough that you want to change your life, that, that you make that transformation? And even more important than that, is there so much pleasure on the other side of that transformation that it is driving you toward must again, making that change? Um, that's, that's the bigger one. I've heard in a number of these interviews uh, that I've had with people, um, especially one with that I've recently had with Jamie Gruber, uh, that, that when we are making a change in our lives, it's better to be running towards something than away from something. 
Because when we're running away from something, there's a lot of fear involved there. We're, we're fighting or we're fleeing from it. And again, remember when we fight and flee fear, we don't win. But when we rise above it, when we can embrace it, when we can embrace it as a signal for growth, we can look at the things that we want and run toward the things that we desire. One of the ways in which we could do this is through a visualization practice, through a morning ritual that, uh, that allows you to visualize the life that you want with such intense detail that you can, uh, that, that, that it becomes a part of who you are. And it's amazing the, the, the neuropathways and, and Dr. Alice Penn talked about this on my show is that when you can visualize your future identity with such intense detail, it actually changes the, 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 the neural pathways in your mind that you realize what's possible. And if you can consistently do that on a daily basis of, of visualizing the life that you want in your morning meditation, visualizing the colors, the smells, the, 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 the atmosphere, the sounds of what that achievement looks like, that gives you the pleasure enough to start really chasing it. If you do that in the morning and the evening, and the evening, if you do it before bedtime, it becomes a part of what's, what's a, a piece together while you sleep. If you do it in the morning, it shapes the course of your day. That's the first step towards, towards getting the leverage to actually make those changes in your life. So again, how are you making, uh, uh, not changing, not transforming painful enough for you? And how are you making the pleasure, which is the most important part, the end result, so, uh, so pleasurable, so, uh, empowering for you that you must make that change. And the final piece is something that you will probably be able to tell me because I've said it so many times and we've heard it so many times on this show. Uh, the third thing that you need to transform your life is a community. And that again, whether it's healing or empowerment or, or changing your fitness and health, it is a community that can help you succeed in that and stay consistent. Um, that community can help you to get sober. That's how, that's how I got sober. So I found people who had what I wanted, which was sobriety. It, I found a community of people that were working toward the same goal every day as I was. And, uh, and that helped me to stay sober. Um, community can also help you to reach your goals, to reach your empowering goals, whether it be a fitness goal or a, um, or a, a, a financial goal community can help you with that and community as as i've mentioned in previous weeks involves a couple of things it involves a, either a mentor either or both of these things a mentor somebody who has what you want and who's willing to show you how to get there and uh, and it's important that you find the right mentor and somebody who's willing to work with you and many people who have achieved things i know this gets scary for a lot of people because they don't want to find a mentor but what people understand when they've truly become successful is that when they've become successful or when they've achieved something that, that, that the, that the best way for them to gain fulfillment is to give it away and to share it with others. This is true in sobriety because one of the things that helps keep people sober is when they're helping other people to stay sober. There's a selfish thing in that. This is true of mentorship too, is when you're building other people up that can do the things that you're doing, you're building up a community around you. You're reinforcing what you're doing well. So remember, if you're finding the right mentor, 
mentors want to help. And that may mean you have to pay for them. It may mean you have to pay for a coach. Um, but, uh, but oftentimes it may mean you just find the right friend or person that, that has been there before and they're willing to help you through it. And it's important that as they're helping you through it, that you're adding value in return. What can you do for them? Either financially or, or, or in some other way. Um, that's how you can, that's how you can build on that. Uh, and the other part of community is that you're, you're aligned with people that are also working toward the same goals. It's like a cohort, a people, a group of people that are working toward the same thing you are. If it's whether it be in, in business or in fitness and health or even, you know, or even sobriety, there's those two elements there is mentorship and a cohort of people working toward the same thing. But the common theme there is that they hold that, that there's accountability that everybody's holding one another accountable in that group and that you are working toward a common goal. Um, and those are really the three things that can help you to uh, the three things that you need in your life that will empower you to transform your life. Again, it's not an exhaustive thing. And, and it's, it's, this is just my opinion and experience through this. This is not medical advice. Um, so if you are struggling with something significant, please, please get help, get help, uh, lean into that community aspect first. Uh, but if you do this, if you can employ these processes, employ these three things, uh, you truly can transform your life. And I believe that is possible for everybody. And you can become the person you want to be with a compelling enough dream to make that happen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you joining me on uh, Flow Over Fear. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Flow Over Fear podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. I will be so grateful if you do. And I'll look forward to bringing you more value in our next episode. I'll see you then.